Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. So today I'm really excited because I would like to welcome a very dear friend of mine. I met her just recently, but we hit off really well. Her name is Trisha Chapman. She's founder and managing director of Impressive CV, which is basically a company which focuses on helping employees to impress their potential employers with fantastic CVs. So welcome to the show, Trisha. Thank you so much. And you hit the nail on the head with my introduction. So yes, thank you. But still, can you elaborate a little bit on what you do? I know that you started as a nurse, right? Um, so there's a bit of a transition between nurse and, you know, founder of, of your own company, right? Yeah, so I, I am a nurse. I did my master's in intensive care, critical care nursing back in Australia. And then I decided to do some travel as you do when you're in your 20s and then head over to Dubai and then I started helping people write their resumes um, from people from a background of Indian or Filipino to try and get a better job in Dubai. And then I thought, hang on a minute, I'm doing this quite well. Why don't I turn this into a successful business? So I transitioned quite smoothly. This is my fifth year being in Dubai. And I now have an up and running successful business with four employees. Oh, excellent. Um, here on, on this show, which called LinkedIn Smart, we talk about uh, LinkedIn, about how people uh, use LinkedIn in their business. And I know that you're doing it very, very successfully. But uh, just let us, let us step back a little bit and uh, tell me, how did you even start with LinkedIn? Because uh, many of us, what we did, usually we had our profile for years, we didn't do anything with it. And then suddenly we kind of wake up at one day morning and we said, well, let me look at the LinkedIn thing and uh, try to figure it out. It was was the similar journey for you? So actually, I thought of ways that I could uh, expand my business and I went to a networking event and then they were asking me for my LinkedIn profile and I was really embarrassed because I actually didn't have one and had never even heard of the platform. Um, and I thought, okay, don't worry, let me go home, do some research and then found that there was so many professionals and it was just a great gateway and, and pipeline that I could attract business because it's the right platform for what I'm after. So I just grew from there actually. Okay. Um, what year are we talking about here? Roughly five years ago. Yeah, just over five years ago. Okay. But I wasn't really active. So I, I set the platform up, got it going, similar to my Facebook account, just sort of browse through it. And then it hasn't been over until the last two years that I've really honed down and worked out and navigated the true meaning and true uh, value of the platform in terms of business. Hmm. So I know that you have a lot of followers on, on the LinkedIn. You have over 40,000 followers right now, which is great and it's fantastic. So tell us, how do you use LinkedIn for, for your business? Yeah, sure. Good question. And by the way, the 40,000, they didn't come super easily. It was sort of once I hit the 10,000 mark, then I just grew um, exponentially. But to get the but to get the 10,000 originally was quite difficult. Um, it, it does create... Uh, you need to really put in a lot of time and efforts. But what I try to do is put out content that is really valuable. Um, and I also target a different audience to maybe what you would think I do. 
So I specifically target those in Pakistan or India or um, those countries, those people that are trying to get to Dubai. Because at the end of the day, they're maybe, maybe desperate is, is too strong of a word, but they are more keen um, to maybe invest in a little bit of money to be able to get them to a better career over here versus someone in Australia or the UK, a resume, a CV, a LinkedIn profile is not as important to have as one of their tools. So my marketing and my audience is geared toward these population. And this is how I have probably done being successful. That's kind of interesting when you're talking about that the first 10,000 um, followers were not that easy. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how did you do that? Um, what was your strategy then uh, compared to what is your strategy now, for example? Definitely. Good question. So at the beginning, I accepted absolutely everyone. I would try to connect with as many people as I could, maxed out on connection requests. Um, I was on the platform all the time, consuming a lot of my time and energy, sending uh, voice texts, personal notes, um, commenting, liking, tagging, sharing, you name it, I was doing it. <laughs> now my strategy has changed. I am um, a little bit more strategic in who I am reaching out to. I try to now go for those people with a little bit more purchasing power as a result of increasing my, my pricing for my website which means that I am more focused on the messaging that I am um, reaching out to, you know, spending time on quality inbox requests or um, articles, posting my article in their inboxing and asking for feedback, different strategies like this as the time has progressed. Oh, that's very interesting as well. I think, and we talked about it when we did our webinar uh, on, on the LinkedIn together, that um, you're actually using very successfully articles, which is very, very surprising to me because uh, honestly speaking, I thought uh, you know, that, that part of LinkedIn, uh, as same as groups, is basically dead. So tell us, how do you use articles and uh, what benefit it's bring, uh, what, what, how, how does that benefit you? Good question, because statistics show that articles have got the second lowest engagement rate out of anything. However, uh, there's always a black swan. <laughs> so for me, it's been the opposite. Um, I generally try to write one or two articles a month that are quite uh, global or that have high impact. I try to talk about like the economic times that, is, that are happening from, from a global scale, logistics, procurement, and then reach out to my audience that have got, again, a higher purchasing power, but are interested in these types of topics. And then I only need a handful of sales and I've done quite well for the month in terms of a dollar value. Engagement as well, I generally am an averaging quite high because these types of people will share these articles among their network. Hmm. Okay. That brings me to another question, which is um, uh, you apparently spent quite a long time or, or uh, quite a lot of time on, uh, on LinkedIn. How often do you post on LinkedIn? How often would you recommend uh, to post on LinkedIn? Um, nowadays, I don't spend as much time and nowhere near as I used to since probably the last 10 months. I've really honed down because burnout is really a factor to consider, especially if you're in family life. 
I personally post a maximum of two posts a day. Rarely would I do any more than that. However, there's no right or wrong. Some people are posting eight, eight times a day. Um, I think it depends on, on what your audience is um, whether you want to be trying to go for the algorithm or whether you are just enjoying the platform as a social, um, as a social thing to be, inter you know, interacting yourself. I don't think I can say there's a right or wrong because I probably post quite little compared to how many followers I have. Okay. Um, you can look actually at the LinkedIn from two different angles because um, you are a business owner, so you're using LinkedIn for your business as well as you're using the LinkedIn for, uh, for the, the people who are seeking empl um, uh, employment. So what would you say is a, it's a good uh, um, post engagement for people who are actually seeking employment? What, what would you recommend to them? Yeah, good question. In fact, I have a dedicated LinkedIn specialist. Her name is Haley Porters, who solely focuses on LinkedIn for job seekers. And we work together to create a little formula in, in terms of what we want our paying customers and, and um, education around is, and in fact, you've touched on this so well, but as well, but it's really important to have a strong tagline. I can't stress the importance of this, as well as a nice background photo that captures the audience. Because at the end of the day, you've only got maybe half or a quarter of that page before they scroll through to read the details. So if the photo, the image at the backgrounds, the tagline, and then your executive summary or your elevator pitch, whatever you want to call it, is not strong, they're not going to even bother reading through to the experience unless there's something prior that they want to seek. So I think this, it's quite visual. You need to make it and then focus on the content. But I definitely recommend having a strong tagline. And I agree with you, not too many over-the-top symbols. I think no, no need for all of this. Content is king. Sure. Yet I understand that many people, they're trying to do that because they want to stand out, right? Like a, because we live in a digital noise. The noise is really... Uh, you know, overpowering uh, many times. Uh, how would you recommend to actually stand out um, in terms of uh, if you're talking to business owners or actually maybe maybe the job seekers? Yeah, so symbols, you can use them definitely, but don't overdo them. I think it takes away from the professionalism of the, of the profile. You can use different fonts. There are many different font changes that won't alter your ATS and your tagline. Um, colors are also a fantastic option to have in the, in the background photo. Um, but a play on words. So many people say that there's not enough words in the dictionary to explain myself or I, I can't put the words together. This is something that you really need to invest in having a professional do it for you or thoroughly research what taglines are catchy because there's a, there's a plethora of words that you can use. Okay. Uh, in terms of um, you and your business, so what you do, you're helping the job seekers to actually land their job. How successful um, one can be on, uh, on a LinkedIn? And uh, is, there any, is there any proven tactics or strategies? Very good question. Um, I can only say from perhaps what I have achieved and going from an average of 20 to 25 profiles all the way up to above 60 on average a month. I think this is quite successful. Um, I have rapidly grown. I mean, in two years, this is within two years. I have 
doubled, in fact, tripled the amount of resumes or profiles that I'm doing. So yes, you can be successful. I think you need to manage, It's you need to make sure that you're managing um, the volume. So driving the traffic to your website, making sure that you're still being strategic and in where you're playing. But I think you can be successful. I mean, they're my numbers, so. Um, many times people who have a high number of followers, uh, they need to be ready also for, well, little haters, I guess, uh, you know, some of some of the people who are not really liking what you do. Um, do you have any, any experience like that uh, on, on LinkedIn? Yeah, I do. And in fact, I like it. I welcome it because it drives traffic. Rebuttal drives interest to others to read your post. Um, you need to be careful and make sure, obviously, it's not going to getting too fiery or anything um, political, but yes, I have had differences in opinions and, and it drives traffic to your posts. And the more people, the more engagements that you have in that, that, uh, that topic, it's actually beneficial for me. So, and, and maybe this is not the right thing, but sometimes even if it's not my personal opinion, I will argue the other way just to engage in conversations on other people's page so I can attract attention to say, who is this lady? Uh, okay, that, that brings me to another question, which is uh, kind of interesting because many people, they keep asking, you know, what actually, what shall I post? What, what works on a LinkedIn? Uh, what gets the eyeballs? Yeah. So what's worked for me is you need to have a balance. So posting something about yourself, being a little bit personal, because at the end of the day, people buy from people and you need to gain trust of your followers. So if I'm continuously pumping out CV uh, topics, my audience doesn't get to know me. So I have a little bit of a balance in terms of I run a weekend wisdom session and then I completely uh, discuss topics not around impressive CV, not around the job sector. Um, I'm always in casual clothes if I'm and, and show my environment so that people get a feel of who I am versus the other side to, to it is being interviewing others, doing Zoom calls, um, uh, opinion leaders, sharing content such as templates, maybe feedback that I have received from clients. This is what's worked for me. Hmm. Are there any any like LinkedIn gurus or some some people who you follow on LinkedIn who would you aspire to be or um, you know somebody who inspired you to do something on LinkedIn? Good question. So actually, I got started um, with the big influencer by the name of Sohib Hassan. I'm not sure if you have heard of him or not, but he's got quite a number of uh, followers on the LinkedIn. I think close to half a million now. I commented one time on his post saying that he was in Dubai. And then from there on, we just um, clicked, I guess. And he's a, he's a great guy away from the LinkedIn as well. And then we have both shared each other's uh, content and then it's worked It's worked like that. And, and I think that having an influencer really, really helps growth and to bounce ideas off in terms of what's worked for them or not. But definitely check out Sohib Hassan's uh, LinkedIn. He's not a business owner. He's a career advisor for Wollongong Australian University. Um, and yeah, check it out. Hmm. Um, you mentioned about uh, about uh, influencing influencers. Um, 
how do you see that that environment like a LinkedIn environment is it fit for influencers and what is um, important for someone to become an influencer on LinkedIn mm. I think at the end of the day it depends what you want off the platform so for example he doesn't drive any revenue off this platform he has got a huge number of followers but is purely for social status versus someone who is is a business owner as well and is using the platform for financial benefits so i think it depends what you want off the platform to which type of influencer you could connect with but at the end of the day it is a numbers game i mean if you have more followers then yes more people you will be more than likely to be successful you still can have a low follow account and have high purchasing products but think about it if you see someone with half a million followers you yourself want to follow them more likely versus someone who's only got 1000 or 2000 followers you're probably not as interested do i agree with the numbers game no but at the end of the day that's how it works uh, yeah that's uh, that's kind of interesting because uh, many times i'm faced with questions uh, from business owners who are not active on the linkedin they would like to be active on the linkedin and they say well there's so many people out there already i mean how am i going to be heard what would you say to them the platform is not over i mean it there is still so much potential to be able to grow it um, and i think now more than ever everyone's um, more connected we're more online we're, we're at home i mean you everyone's always got their phone next to them flicking even in the zoom calls so i think that there is still a lot of potential um maybe target a different market so it's an international market the likes of um africa for example they are going to be more connected now than ever before so be strategic in what audience you want to reach out to um, don't be solely focused on on your own natural community, meaning where you're based. Think big. I think this is what my message would be. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, finding your own voice, being authentic, trying to uh, to reach out to the, the to the communities which might be potentially important for you. I guess that's uh, that's uh, that's interesting. Interesting thing. Um, do you see any common mistakes which people are making on LinkedIn and which annoys you and some some more frustrates you in some way? Yeah, for me, I cannot stand seeing open for opportunities in their tagline or um, need a job or <laughs> available for hire. This, this, um, the tagline is an amazing place that you can showcase your value. Don't waste this space um, for not having a strong tagline or an image. I mean, the blue background just shows that you don't know the platform well enough to be able to to engage. I think this is as well what you focus on, but I, I, I am totally aligned in having these uh, as best as they possibly can be. It's your best tool. Looking at a LinkedIn, uh, we can we can uh, we're talking about about you know how to what what the strategy is working on the LinkedIn, and we can post different type of content. Um, what content works for you, and what do you think that um, you know? Uh, and and I'm talking now about the format: short, uh, short form, long form. You were talking about articles, videos. Uh, what what works? Uh, what work for you? 
Yeah, good question. So over time, the algorithm has changed and now in, is in favor of videos, which is um, unfortunately not good for me because I'm not good at videos. <laughs> but the likes of you, um, I think you will excel because videos are favored in terms of being shared, more views and how the algorithm works. Um, I do also recommend making sure that links to websites are not in the post you need to be putting them in the comments because they won't if you are taken off linkedin platform the post is not shared or or um, in the algorithm does well so what has worked for me personally although videos um, are fantastic for me when I post tips and tricks about what jobs are available where you can access the jobs um, anything in terms of employment has really done well which which makes sense because it's valuable content that can help the community so I do try and put post a little video and then put the uh, the information about the details in the comments so that it spreads more effectively hmm. Um, Trisha, uh, have you ever felt awkward um, on on a LinkedIn? Um, anything, anything, any uh, you know awkward experience? Uh, honestly, I think my nursing background has uh, has waived this. I mean, <laughs> you name it, I've seen it. Um, I'm pretty outgoing. Nothing really phases me, so I can usually. Uh, turn it around back on the other person. So, to be honest, not yet. Okay. Um, uh, so, so I, I would just wrap it up uh, this uh, this fantastic talk, and I would like to ask you what would be the just one tip which you could give, and and you can you can choose if it's a business owner as a job seeker on on a LinkedIn, what they absolutely must do. Mm. Um, I will go from a business side of things rather than rather than not, but make sure that you have a marketing calendar and make sure that you have something planned so that you can really be focused and stick to that plan. I would invest in a business coach so that then you can use the platform to drive your own business off LinkedIn. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. Trisha, um, if somebody wants to reach out to you and want to get in touch with you, where can we go? Uh, can you tell us? Absolutely. It would be great. You can contact me on LinkedIn, Trisha Chapman or info at impressivecv.com. Perfect. It was absolutely fantastic talking to you. Thank you very much for your time. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you. Thank you.